starts recording before the light turns red, but I always get really nervous that it's going to like <laughs> not catch everything. Uh, all right. Anyways. Absolutely. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Kyle. Oh, all right. Well, um, this is our second episode for the month of April. We are cranking through things over here. And as is typical for this time of year, you know, lot, spring is sprung. People are thinking about the summer. Our brains are moving forward and thinking about sunnier, warmer weather. Uh, if you live in parts of the country where it is still winter, I'm very sorry. But another thing that folks are thinking about this time of year and our student members are certainly thinking about is the end of the school year. And we thought it would be a great time to sit down and chat with some of our student members and celebrate them a little bit on the podcast. Um, we are really excited to be joined by our two student Shark Tank competition winners from this year's World Conference. Now, uh, I want to make sure that our listeners understand what Shark Tank is and what the Shark Tank competition is. Um, if you're familiar with the show Shark Tank, it's similar, but not the same. Obviously, we don't have Mark Cuban hanging out with us at conference, although that would be pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, him and the other sharks. But um, this student competition is modeled after that show, and it kind of follows on the heels of, if you're familiar with the Club of the Future competition that we've done at, at conference in the past, um, we're really trying to get our student members to think big about the future of clubs. And specifically in the Shark Tank competition, we want them to come up with a cool idea that they then pitch to a panel of sharks um, about something new or innovative that they could bring to the club space. Um, you know, and I have a lot of thoughts about this because I think our students are incredibly creative and it's really fun to hear what they have to share. Um, but this year, at World Conference, there were I, were there three presentations, Melissa. Is that correct? There were or five three presentations. Anyways, doesn't matter. Students students three presented to, um, to a room full of managers, and this session is packed. When I tell you that folks are so excited to hear from these students, I'm not kidding. Um, the room is full. They get a lot of really great questions and feedback. But if you're interested in the Shark Tank competition, you want to learn more about it please head over to our website. The student section of the website has all the information you could want about Shark Tank. Um, but this episode, we are joined by Amelia Santa Rosa and Matthew Cummings, who are both students at Niagara University. Amelia is the chapter president and Matthew is the chapter vice president there. Um, they're both seniors. They get to graduate in just a few weeks. So when we chatted with them, you could tell they were very excited about the impending end of the school year, <laughs> which I think we can all appreciate. I remember what it was like to be a senior in college. Um, but we sat down to chat with them about their idea. And Melissa, do you want to just kind of provide a little context as to what their idea was? Sure. So they really came up with a um, digital BEO system. <clears throat> and I just found this idea so um, invigorating and and just really a fresh concept. And I, you know, I, I feel like uh, the hospitality students um, and our CMA members, student members are just have a great perspective, um, you know, taking ideas from their internships and kind of seeing what they're seeing from that day to day perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, and really coming up with ways to address that. And, you know, while it may sound like a technology solution to a problem, 
it's not just technology, but it's a nope. solution um, for communications mm-hmm. um, and a solution for sustainability. And I just, I found this conversation uh, fabulous. So we're so excited to share it with everyone. Absolutely. So here are Amelia and Matthew. All right. Well, today we are so excited to have two of our student members on the podcast with us. Um, Amelia Santa Rosa and Matthew Cummings are from Niagara University, and they were the winners of this year's Shark Tank competition, which is in its second year. And as popular as ever. You know, we were really impressed in San Diego with the feedback and reception that we got from the first edition of Shark Tank. And unsurprisingly, the same thing happened this year when we were in Florida. Uh, Super popular event. And I mean, was the room full for you guys? Because I think, you know, like, yeah, exactly. So I think managers are real excited to hear what the next generation of um, club leaders have to offer and what ideas you guys bring to the table. So we are going to chat with Amelia and Matthew about what their Shark Tank idea was and learn a little bit more about how that came together. So thank you both for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Of course. All right. So I did my homework today and I went back and I watched your Shark Tank presentation um, and I was very impressed because I thought that your idea was one that seems like a no brainer. And why hasn't somebody come up with this yet already? Um, For our listeners, their idea was basically very simply BEO software to clean up the cork board, as Amelia put it in the presentation. (laughs) Um, But do you guys want to just give us a little bit of background on, you know, what the idea is and then how you came up with it? Amelia, I'll kick it to you first. Um, Yeah. So basically the idea is to, uh, like you said, get rid of the cork board. Um, I think that as club professionals, we're always like, resorting back to our papers and like BEOs are always distributed through papers. Um, You hand them out to every department, but the minute you need to make a change, you have to reprint and redistribute them. Mm -hmm. So it just isn't sustainable anymore. It isn't efficient as well for communicating. Um, Basically, my idea was to create an interface Mm -hmm. for those softwares that are already out there to be able to see your BEOs all in one place. So this could look like the big TV screen in the kitchen where the corkboard used to be. Right. Um, but those BEOs will update um, as you go in and change them. So they're instantaneously updated and people will get notifications like, hey, this event has changed um, and everyone will have a login so they can get those notifications and won't be able to kind of dismiss them because uh, they'll have to be able to see like, yes, I acknowledge that this BEO changed. I think that in a way it's just going to help with staff. Um, your staff will always be updated on what's going on without, you know, those managers, maybe they're busy doing office work. They don't have to come down and say, hey, here's a new BEO. I changed it. The staff will just see that right away on their phone or the tablets around the club or the big touch screen like we talked about. Um, so it's just overall going to improve communication. Matthew, do you have anything you want to add to that? Uh yeah, I mean, I, a big thing that we talked about was just the sustainability mm-hmm. and as clubs try to be more eco-friendly, just getting rid of all of that paper, like Amelia said, is is a big thing. And then also, like she said, the, the instant feedback and the the instant capability of it to tell your, your manager or whoever is looking at it what's been done automatically 
was yeah. a big thing. And one yeah. of the reasons I really thought about this was because at my internship this summer at Cherokee Town and Country Club in Atlanta, um, they have just a massive corkboard, like one that even has double layers so you can slide a corkboard in front of another. And it was utter chaos. So it's would just clear up that space, first of all. It's probably a fire hazard being in the kitchen. Um, probably. Paper. Um, so it would just clear that up and you could just swipe through and see them. And it's just less of an eyesore than the big corkboard. I totally understand. You know, for me, when I was listening to you guys talk about this, the part of it that seemed like a no brainer was the fact that you could really, you could automatically push those updates out to everybody at once, instead of, like you said, having to like print out a bunch of more copies, take it down to the corkboard, put it up and then hand them out and give them to everybody who needs them. Whereas, you know, if you have access to this, you know, application or software, or, you know, however it would end up existing. Um, it would be so simple just to make those updates and then there would be a push sent out to everybody who needed to know, like, oh, this is a new BEO, make sure you check it over and make sure that you're you're aware of everything that's different. Um, I think that's really, really smart because not only do is this idea perhaps more sustainable in a club, it's also helping to improve internal staff communications. And that's something, you know, Melissa and I have talked about a lot. We we're just in Houston for the communication summit and internal communications is a recurring pain point for people in clubs. And I'm sure you guys know this having interned. Um, it's hard to get everybody on the same page all the time. So something like this would be really helpful. Right. Especially at those big clubs when there's so many different departments um, like golf could be having an event that tennis has no idea about. And then they're confused why the parking lot's full in their tennis area. And it's just a big, so if everyone could just have access to that right away, it'd be so much easier. Absolutely. So during your um, Shark Tank presentation, you guys talked a little bit about the implementation of something like this. So how do you guys envision this software being implemented into the clubs? And like um, so interfacing with what already exists? Yeah, I think eventually it would be really cool to see it implement with like a full POS system. Um, so to have everything all in one, because something that we talked about was there's no one software that does everything at mm -hmm. once. There's a billion different softwares and you got to pay for each one individually. So, I mean, hey, if you could get them all in one, why not? I think that would be something really cool to see it become because it's just a lot easier and why not make it easier? Right. <laughs> One of the biggest things is really the user-friendly interface. I mean, I don't know how to program. I'm not going to lie and tell you I know how to create a POS system or anything. You're not alone. But I want to compare this to Steve Jobs, but Steve Jobs didn't really know how to program. Right. But he knew what user-friendly interface looks like and what that should look like. So I think it's really just about you know, taking all those applications we already have, whether it's Jonas, club software, whatever it is, um, taking your POS, running your reports, all of that should be able to be done in one place with a user-friendly interface. Agreed. I mean, I think, like I said, it goes really goes back to that efficiency and kind of cutting down the clutter when it comes to those internal communications. Um, if you can make things more simplistic and easily accessible and easy to navigate, um, onboarding your staff and training them to use something becomes a lot easier. Um, do you, did you guys talk at all about like what training would look like with something like this? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, 
training for us, I mean, I guess in the younger like generation and used to technology, it seems sure. pretty straightforward, but like, I guess just going over how to use the software and like how to get to the different editing things. Cause we mm -hmm. had said that there would be like a managerial view and then also what your frontline staff and mm -hmm. all everyone else would see. So I guess just training managers how to use and edit the different things. Um, I think we had talked about like videos or just yeah. a, a packet in general going sure. along with it when you sent it that would uh, help with training. Yeah, mainly getting those managers like their in-depth training, but then hopefully the user face is so user-friendly or mm -hmm. the interface is so user-friendly that it's kind of a no-brainer how it works. Like, yeah. it should be very... Like if I click this little widget, it'll bring me to my BOs. If I click or widget, sorry, if I click the widget, it'll bring me to. <laughs> if I click this one, like, like nobody has really gotten training on Apple, like how to use right. the iPhone. It's very so easy. It's so easy to figure out. Mm -hmm. So that would be the goal is that minimal training because mm -hmm. it's very interactive and intuitive. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you're right. I don't like who has been trained to use their phone. I don't. Not that many people, maybe some people have, I'm sure, but most of yeah. us picked it up and figured out how to use it. I mean, I still, my parents think sometimes, but that's okay. That's all right. We still don't Same. know what it can do. I'm still teaching my 12 year old things. So, well, got to pass yeah. down that knowledge. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, T taking a step back and, and thinking more about the Shark Tank program as a whole, um, you know, what first of all like uh, what really brought you guys to want to participate in shark tank and what was your favorite thing about the competition altogether i wish uh, i could capture your faces for the podcast because that was like adorable like, biggest thing our listeners you... they're staring at each other <laughs> for us here at nu i mean cma has been a, a big part of our time at NU and I think NUCMAA is is very big in the student chapter mm -hmm. um, community. So uh, just kind of following in the chapters of the past for us um, and wanting to keep up in the high expectations, I guess, that the chapter kind of sets for, yeah, for I, us. I think like, yeah, following in the footsteps of those who have come before us, because Niagara CMA, we're definitely proud to be part of it. Um, and we always try to find new ways to get involved with the national organization. Mm -hmm. This was just another step to get involved. But also, um, my idea, I think, just was one that I've kind of thought about for a long time. Like, I'll go past, you, have you ever seen, like, in the mall kiosk? Yes. Where you can the map? That's really kind of what I was, like, envisioning for this. And I was like, what other place to share it than Shark Tank? Perfect. I love this. I mean, I'm so excited to have seen Shark Tank take off in this way. Um, you know, when I worked with students, we did the student idea fair, like club of the future idea. And it was very similar. You know, we were asking you guys to come up with um, some futuristic ideas about what you would want to see in the clubs of the future. But I love the way that Shark Tank has come together and it's given you guys a place to um, bring your ideas, but also your experiences and say like, hey, I've, I've been working in clubs for the last couple summers and I see all of these things that we could be doing a lot better. 
And this is how we could do it. You know, I think even our our professional members like to hear your ideas and they get really engaged and enthusiastic about them. So thank you guys for your participation. Oh, yeah, of course. I I think it's not often that us like students or interns or kind of the front level staff get to stand on a platform and say, hey, this is what we need. Yeah. So honestly, a great opportunity. I also see like foreseeing the future of this Shark Tank. I think I foresee this becoming like an outlet for new ideas. And I think we saw some great presentations. Um, there was some ideas for TikTok, like using that as a training. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that's cool. the database for youth activities. I think these are all great ideas. So regardless of who wins the competition or not, you're getting so much out of it because all of our like students from CMA are just knowledgeable, bright, young mm-hmm. minds. A hundred percent. Look at that. I'm going to steal that quote. We're going to use that quote on something in the future. Don't worry. That's absolutely true, though. I mean, I can certainly speak from experience. I'm always so impressed by our student members. You guys come to conference. You're ready to go. You're you're ready to be engaged and learn and meet new people. And honestly, sometimes I want to, like, use our students as the example to some of our professional members. I'm like, look, this is how you can come network. Do what they're doing. <laughs> they're so excited to be here and they have so many great ideas. So, um, Melissa, did you have any questions that you wanted to ask? I'm sorry. I've like bogarted this entire conversation. That's okay. I just, in, in my research, um, I know that both of you guys are very important in the Niagara chapter, mm-hmm. um, of CMA, but I also want to know what's next for you. Amelia, you mentioned an internship last summer. What, what's next? Where are you going next? I, I, I feel exciting things are on the horizon for the two of you. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I decided to stay local. Um, I'm from the Buffalo area, so I wanted to stay close to family. Um, so I accepted a position as the dining room manager at Lockport Town and Country Club. It's a cute little club, small membership, um, which is kind of what I like. I like to know the people around me and see the same people every day. So um, I think it's a great opportunity for me. So I'll be helping train the staff, hire, um, run food and beverage operations and membership events. And I'm super excited for the opportunity. Yay! Congratulations! That's so exciting. Thank you. Um, if I'm going to be honest, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I never meant to get into clubs in the first place. And as I was saying just just before we started here, like I was looking for a different club at our club fair here, and uh, the president at the time just pulled me aside and was like, "No, just come hang out with us for a little bit. Come check it out." And so I did. And, I've been here since. Um, <laughs> so I am really torn right now because I'm a sport management student and uh, I'm torn between sports and clubs. I was lucky enough to do two internships at the New York Athletic Club. So I got to kind of merge the two together. Um, and so if I s- decide to stick with clubs, that's definitely a route that I would probably go is stick within athletic clubs and mm-hmm. sort of staying around there. Um, but I plan on coming back, uh, to get my master's in the fall. So I got a little bit of time. He's got a buffer. (laughs) I was going to say, that's awesome. No, I I love hearing that. And I think, you know, this is such a unique field, um, because it has that nice marriage with sports. Um, so, you know, there might be some great opportunities for you down the line. Yeah, for sure. Like I said before, you guys, there's something for everyone in clubs. And I think you're both sort of illustrating that right now. You know, Amelia, you found that small club that feels like the right fit for you right now. And and Matthew, you were, you've gotten the opportunity to do things that combine your two interests. So we hope that uh, those things carry you both forward to much success in the future. 
Thank, Thank you. you. And I've kind of said to so many people around here um, that, you know, even if I don't stick with clubs, I'm really thankful for the time that I've had within CMAA. Some of the, the values and uh, things that I've learned are just, they're transferable skills and stuff like that, that you can use outside of the industry. So um, I'm really thankful for that, uh, that experience that I've gotten. Yeah, that's what we like to say to potential new members is you might not want to be in clubs, but this is the number one way to become a top hospitality manager because you just learn so many skills. Mm -hmm. There's so many opportunities within the club management field. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Melissa, we need to talk to these guys again and then get, get all these sound bites for everything we have coming down the pike for sure. You guys, you guys are on top of it, although I'm not surprised at all. Um, well, thank you both so much for your time today and um, for sharing your Shark Tank idea. And congratulations again on winning Shark Tank. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> for our listeners, you can actually watch the Shark Tank presentations. We have all of that um, on. <laughs> Amelia's like, please don't. <laughs> um, we have those videos on our YouTube channel. So if you're interested in hearing more about the, this idea and others, um, we encourage you to head over and watch those. I will make sure to link the, that in the show notes. Um, but... We wish you both the best of luck in your future endeavors. We know you'll be successful no matter what you do. Um, and thank you both so much for your involvement with CMAA. You know, we hope that we've given enough to you over the last several years. And uh, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. And uh, have a great rest of the school year. You're almost done. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good day. All right. Uh, I, I just, I love chatting with our student members. I get so energized every time we get off the phone with them. I think both Melissa and I got off that call and we're like, oh my gosh, they were so good. I'm so happy that we got to talk to them. And and they're so impressive. And I'm really excited um, for what they bring to the industry in the future. Absolutely amazing, amazing uh, future leaders of this totally. industry. So, Speaking of future leaders and things, what do we have on the docket at CMAA? So, mostly? Kyle, I have breaking news that I am oh. prepared to share with, with, our, with our listeners. So you're hearing this here first on the CMAA Let's Talk Club Management podcast. <laughs> the third annual Chef Summit is going to be taking place this October, the 8th through the 10th in beautiful desert oasis and year-round luxury destination Scottsdale <laughs> Arizona so registration is going to open soon but if you're not familiar with the chef summit it's really designed specifically for club chefs to really boost their business acumen and this year we'll be focusing on the areas of executive presence leadership team and culture building finance and club governance so you'll hear from professional and industry experts as well as have the opportunity to share and connect with fellow chefs from around the country on emerging trends in roundtable and panel discussion sessions. So attendees will get to visit the award-winning club, Desert Mountain. Um, if you're not familiar with Desert Mountain, it is beautiful. It's got an 8,300-acre property, magnificent natural landscape. And uh, the master plan actually came from the Taliesin Associated Architects, which is a firm uh, founded by one of my favorite designers, Frank Lloyd Wright. So 
um, it is going to be an opportunity, a great, great opportunity to learn, grow, and taste together. And we're presenting it in partnership with our amazing partners, Club Procure. A couple things to remember. We limit this session to 100 attendees. It sells out early every year. So be on the lookout. Registration will be opening soon. Um, and so watch your email and watch our social channels uh, to pick that. But it's going to be a great, great event. As always. And like Melissa said, it's a hot ticket. So make sure you're you're staying on your toes. And when that registration opens, that you're prepared. Um, I also wanted to remind our listeners that we are currently accepting nominations for those of who are interested in running for CMA's National Board of Directors uh, for the year 2024. Um, those nominations are due to us no later than May 31st, and then all candidate documentation is due by June 30th. If you or someone you know is a professional member with at least 10 years of CMA membership and you have a desire to help lead the association, um, I highly recommend you at least check out what the board nomination process looks like and if you feel like this is a good fit for yourself or again like i said someone you know if you think there's a really great leader out there who's maybe a little too humble <laughs> please feel free to tap them and let them know that you know you i think you'd be a great fit for this role um, if you want to learn more about what board service looks like and the opportunities you know available therein please head over to you know cma.org you can hit up our leadership and governance um, page or check out just the homepage. There's a link directly to that that uh, nominations uh, page as well. Um, but we definitely recommend you get your stuff in on time. You have until the end of May. Um, but if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us at headquarters. You can contact either Melissa or myself or Kim Pasquale, who is the head of all things related to the board in this process. So um, that can be found on our website, cmaa.org. All right. Is that everything, Melissa? Or do we have one more thing? Just one more thing. So okay. as we're recording this and speaking of volunteers, it is National Volunteer Appreciation Correct. Week. And I just want to, um, on behalf of our CMA team, say thank you to all of our volunteers. Uh, we have an amazing cadre of volunteers here with CMA. Absolutely. Um, starting at the chapter level uh, with those amazing folks who make those local events happen. Um, as well as our national committee members, our national board members, and the members that just step up when there is work to be done. Um, you know, we are a membership organization and we are powered uh, by the amazing efforts of our volunteers. So a big thank you to all of our volunteers who help make CMA happen every year. Our national staff could not do it without you. No, we could not. And we I just mean. want you to know how much you're appreciated. Uh, this week and throughout the year. And always, and always, always, always. You know, I will echo Melissa's sentiments there. I think our volunteers make this association run even better. Um, I know we could not do our jobs to the same degree of success without the help of our CMA volunteers. Um, whether, as you said, Melissa, whether it's somebody sitting on a committee or volunteering at their chapter level or just being willing to pick up the phone or answer an email when one of us has a question or needs a little bit of extra um assistance or brain power on a project uh, we know who we can reach out to and we are so appreciative of the time and talent that you all put back into your association um, it makes it a wonderful place to work and it makes it a wonderful place to um, 
exist and be part of. So thank you all to our volunteers. Um, if you are part of another organization or do other volunteer work with peers, please make sure to, to take a moment and um, celebrate yourselves this week. It is Volunteer Appreciation Week um, and, and say thank you um, to those who are giving back. All right, I think that covers us. Absolutely, until next, <laughs> until our next edition. Lots we of have. great things on the horizon. So we look forward to talking with you guys again soon. Absolutely. I'm Kyle. That's Melissa. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Club Management. We'll talk to you soon. Take Bye. care. Bye. podcast is a podcast of the Club Management Association of America. Since 1927, CMAA has been the largest professional association for managers of membership clubs throughout the U.S. and internationally. The objectives of the association are to promote relationships between club management professionals and other similar professions, to encourage the education and advancement of members, and to provide the resources needed for efficient and successful club operations. Under the covenants of professionalism, education, leadership, and community, CMAA continues to extend its reach as the leader in the club management practice. CMAA is headquartered in Alexandria, Virginia, with more than 40 professional chapters and more than 40 student chapters and colonies. Please learn more at www.cmaa.org org.